The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC. Weissman pulling his way towards the goal line and he gets in. Everest Williams had him stopped and Weissman would not be denied his 30th career rushing touchdown. Iowa converts all four of its third downs on the drive. They go 76 yards in 12 plays. Well managed, well directed by Jake Rudock. The opening drive, they put seven on the board. Bullock on a third down. Tavon Smith on a third down. And then Weissman powers it in. This is Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm KGYM Radio in Eastern Iowa's Tyler Chumlin. After riding high, coming off a slaughtering of Northwestern 48-7 last week at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City, the Hawkeyes traveled north to Minneapolis for a showdown with the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Each team 6-2 and two overall, 3-1 and one in Big Ten play, looking to improve on their position in the conference's West Division. To this point, the Big Ten West pretty up for grabs. Nebraska, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Minnesota all having an opportunity to grasp the title, each team with one loss so far in the conference. It's essentially win in advance. A loss wouldn't completely tear the hopes away of a title, but it would make it incredibly difficult going forward. The Florida-Rosedale game series has one of the better rivalries in college football that I don't think really gets a whole lot of play outside of Minnesota and Iowa. It's a great rivalry, though. The trophy was introduced in 1935 as a bronze pig, the all-time trophy series, before the teams met November 8th in Minneapolis was Minnesota, 41-36-2. to and It's pretty even. You look at the numbers, you look at the history of the trophy, it's a really cool trophy, one of the better ones in college football. It's always an exciting, exciting series. There's a reason that Minnesotans like to chant, we hate Iowa. Iowa fans love this rivalry as well. We look back at you know games they've tried to bring the goalposts out of the Metrodome. It's a fantastic series. Iowa got the ball to start the game. Start the game with the football. They look really good to start the game, actually. 12 plays, 76-yard drive, capped off by a Mark Weissman one-yard score. Iowa on top, 7 to nothing. So far, so good for the Hawkeyes. Weissman, his 30th career touchdown. He's the third Hawkeye to have 30 career touchdowns. The other two, Cedric Shaw, Tavian Banks, they both hold the record. They're tied with 33 touchdowns. Will Mark Weissman be able to eclipse that mark? 33 likely has three regular season games and a bowl game to do so. I will be at Illinois next week. Chance for Mark to possibly get a couple more touchdowns. Lots of, lots of game left though in this one. The Gophers answer immediately after the Weissman score. Eight plays, 64 yards. KJ May, 12-yard scamper for Paydirt. Scores tied at seven. Ground and pound type game plan for the Hawkeyes as well as the Gophers and each had appeared to be executing it properly so far for the first couple drives. Junior quarterback Jake Rudock tossed an interception though to Brian Bodycow Hoon at the Minnesota 45 on the next possession. Didn't turn into points. Iowa got the ball back at their own 14. End of the first quarter. Scores tied 7-7. Okay, we're one quarter in. It's essentially an Iowa-Minnesota slugfest, slobber knocker, back and forth. Great game so far. The wheels fell off for Iowa. After Rudock in completion to Kevontae Martin-Manley, Minnesota came up with a big punt block, and then on the very next play, Mitch Leidner connected for 44 yards with Donovan Jones for the go for score 14-7. Iowa 3 and out. The ball back to the maroon and goal with 11 24 remaining in the half. Nine plays, 60 yards, including a gorgeous sideline catch by Max Williams to convert a third down, and the Gophers are within striking distance on second and goal from the nine. Leitner throws a bullet to Max Williams for the touchdown. 21-7, Minnesota. Iowa needs a big offensive play to get the exact to get things going. Runog dropped back in the pocket on first down in the next possession, sacked by Steven Richardson. Ball pops out. Jack Lynn jumps on it for Minnesota. 
Minnesota ball. They take over at the Iowa 22, converting a fourth and one from the 13. Two plays later, Minnesota's David Cobb pushes into the end zone from six yards out, and it's 28-7 to just like that. 28-7. to Iowa needs an answer bad. Some sort of offensive spark, whether it's in the run game, the pass game, anything. Nope. Three and out, the Gophers get the ball back at their own 47-yard line. Seven plays, 53 yards, touchdown, Leitner to Max Williams from four yards out. I mentioned a lot of times here, Minnesota, where they're getting the ball at. They got the ball at their own 47-yard line. The punting was atrocious. The special teams were terrible for for Iowa on Saturday. We'll get into the stats and analysis here coming up in a little bit, but it seems like the route's on. 35-7 Minnesota. If there's a bl- if there's a break glass in case of emergency button, Ferentz should be wearing it out at this point. Ensuing kickoff from Santoso, fumbled by redshirt freshman Akram Wadley with only 19 seconds left, recovered by Minnesota at the Iowa 30. Wadley, the running back that broke out last week, the first 100-yard rusher for the Hawkeyes since Purdue in 2013. When it rains, it pours. Santoso missed the 45-yard field goal, though, as time expired into the half. 35-7 all but over at this point for the Iowa Hawkeyes. 35-7 at halftime. Iowa looking like they're going to be going 6-3 and three unless they can get some sort of miracle in the second half. Minnesota looking like they're going to end up going to 7-2 and two and looking like they're going to be in a position. We're going to go ahead and take a real quick break here on Hawkeyes Mike's quick hits. We'll go through the second half. We'll also get to the, some stats. We'll also hear from Kirk Ferentz as well as offensive tackle Brandon Scherff as well as wide receiver Tavon Smith in their post game here on Quick Hits. I'm Tyler Chumlin from KGYM Radio in Eastern Iowa. This is Hawkeyes Mike. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings. Moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ooh, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. Welcome back to Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm KGYM Radio in Eastern Iowa's Tyler Chumlin. Minnesota leading 35-7 to at halftime against the Hawkeyes in the Floyd of Rosedale rivalry game in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota gets the ball back to start the second half. Iowa needs a stop. Minnesota needs a long, sustained drive to dictate momentum. Well, the home team prevails. 11 plays, 75 yards, 547 time elapsed. Mitch Leidner connects with Max Williams from three yards out. If you're playing along at home, that's the third time Leidner has hit Williams and found Paydirt. Williams had a total of four scores this season before the game against Iowa. He has three ugly. It's 42-7 to at this point. The game's over. There may still be a full 25 minutes left on the clock, but it's over. Three punts, two from Iowa. The Gophers get the ball back again. Quarter ends into the fourth. We're at Minnesota 42, Iowa 7. This game is dragging at this point. 10 plays, 68 yards. Roderick Williams touchdown 48-7 to after the failed PAT from Minnesota. It doesn't matter. The backup quarterback for the Hawkeyes, C.J. Beathard, comes into the game. Can't get much going, resulting in another punt. Minnesota takes 4.09 off the clock after a quick 7-play 20-yard drive. Santoso bangs in the field goal from 35 out, and it's 51-7. to The only silver lining here, I guess, if there is one for Iowa, Beathard connected to Andrew Stone for 24 yards for the touchdown with just under 20 seconds remaining. Your final score from TCF Bank Stadium on November 8th, 2014, Minnesota 51 Iowa 14, Floyd of Rosedale going back to Minnesota. After the game, Kirk Ferentz in his news conference, very interesting stuff. He started the news conference uh, basically saying that they were outplayed. They were outplayed in all three aspects of the game. And one of the things that I thought was very interesting in Kirk Ferentz's news conference after is that he said maybe his team was believing in their own bullcrap. Here's the head coach. 
Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, it was an important game at Maryland too. They're all important if we if we're playing them. They're important, and uh, they all count at the end. So, uh, but to that point, I, you know, maybe we fell victim to to believe in our own bullcrap or the bullcrap that's out there about you know, boy, those guys look really look good, which we did last Saturday. But you know, if the game's still about playing week to week. You got to show up every Saturday and play and compete, and uh, we didn't do that today. I thought Ference used an expression that really exemplified what Minnesota did to Iowa. Here's what Kirk Ferentz had to say after the game about what Minnesota did to the Hawkeyes. Basically, they just shoved it down our throats. I mean, I'm not sure we quit, but uh, they just shoved it down our throats and we couldn't we couldn't do anything about it. And that's, that's not a good feeling. The head Hawkeye, Kirk Ferentz, gets criticized a lot about coaching in game. And he even said after the game, maybe he could coach better. He could take some responsibility as well. And just to that point, I mean, you know, I'd say I could coach a little bit better, too. I mean, you know, I was the head coach out there today, so it's kind of the way it works. It did seem throughout the entire game that Minnesota had something to prove, and wide receiver Tavon Smith for the Hawkeyes said just that after the game. I feel like they had a, um, a little bit to prove, and, and they did whatever they had to do to shove it down our throat. So, What's the one thing you can't do in Big Ten play? Turn the ball over. Brandon Sheriff, after the game, the offensive senior tackle, pointed to that as one of the reasons Iowa lost. They were a more detailed team today, and you know that's everything detail, technique, and all that. You know that's, and they were obviously they they got what three or four turnovers, so you know that that kills us, and that that helps them, and you know they execute with it. Now that Iowa falls fifty-one to fourteen to Minnesota, it's that twenty-four hour flush. You've got to push it into the back of your mind, remember it, but don't dwell on it. Iowa is going to be at Illinois this next coming Saturday. Here's what Brandon Sheriff had to say about flushing down the loss. You know, people are going to be down and whatnot, but you just got to, you know, that's the game of football. You know, things, things may not go your way sometimes. You just got to, you know, say you're going to move on. You know, 24-hour rule, shut, you know, throw it behind you and move on. Some stats from the 51-14 to 14 victory for Minnesota over Iowa. First towns in the game, Iowa had 13. Minnesota had 23 rushing yards. Iowa had 84 on 30 carries. Minnesota 59 rushes for 291 yards. Passing yards, Iowa 121. Minnesota 138. Iowa was 26 uh, attempts, 13 completions, one interception. Minnesota 10 completions on 14 attempts. Total plays for these teams, 56 total plays for the Hawkeyes, 205 yards, 73 for the Gophers, 429. Kickoff returns, Iowa had 6 for 83, Minnesota only 2 for 30. Iowa punted the ball 7 times, 35.1 average, Minnesota only punted 3 times for 38. Two fumbles lost for the Hawkeyes, Minnesota did have a fumble, but they did not lose the fumble. Relatively uh, clean game on the penalty, penalty side of things, 1 penalty for 15 yards for the Hawkeyes, 2 for 17 for Minnesota. Time of possession was a killer for the Hawkeyes, 36-42 for Minnesota, 23-18 for Iowa. Iowa only 5 of 13 from third down, 10 of 15 was Minnesota. Fourth down, both teams perfect, 1 of 1. Red zone, both teams also perfect. Iowa was only in the red zone once. They did get a touchdown, Minnesota 7 of 7. Some individual stats for you. Rushing, Mitch Leitner led the way for the Golden Gophers. The quarterback had 11 rushes for 78 yards on the game. David Cobb had 16 rushes, 74 yards. K.J. May, he had 10 for 66 and a touchdown. Barkley Edwards also had 8 for 35 yards. Passing, Mitch Leitner, 10 for 13 with 4 touchdowns, 138 yards. Connor Rhoda, he had a 1 attempt, 0 completions. Receiving, Max Williams, 5 catches, 46 yards, 3 touchdowns. Miles Thomas, 2 for 11. 11. Donovan Jones had one for 44 and a touchdown. Isaac Fructa had one for 24 
on the other side of things for the Hawkeyes. Akram Wadley, he led the way for the Hawkeyes in rushing 68 yards on nine attempts. Mark Weissman had a hard-fought day, 14 carries, only 21 yards. He did have a touchdown, though. Jonathan Parker won a carry for eight yards, making Pleva. He had one for one. Jake Rudock struggled on the day, 10 of 19, one interception, 89 total yards. He was sacked twice. C.J. Beathard, three of seven, 32 yards and a touchdown. He was also sacked twice. Receiving Damon Bullock, four for 41. Tavon Smith, three for 38. Anderson had two for 33, including that last second touchdown at the end of the game. Kimonte Martin-Manley, the senior, only one catch, six yards. Connor Cornbrath, the punter, six punts, 232 yards, 38.7 average, long of 46. None inside the 20, no touchbacks. Kick returns, Jonathan Parker had five for 67 yards, a long of 23. Leaving the way in tackles for the Hawkeyes, John Loudermilk, he had eight assisted tackles, total tackles 13. Uh, Josie Jewell had nine total tackles. Jordan Lomax had eight. Desmond King had six total tackles. It was a tough day for the Iowa Hawkeyes. There's no question about that. And, you know, they move on. They have to flush it, as Brandon Scherf said in that clip a little bit ago. And they've got, they've got Illinois. Coming up next week, the Fighting Illini are not going to go away. The Fighting Illini team beat Minnesota just a few short weeks ago. So this is going to do it for quick hits on Hawkeyes, Mike. Um, I'm KGYM Radio's Tyler Chumlin. We'll be back next week after the Illinois game. Credit to ESPN2, Beth Moens, Joey Galloway for the call prior to this program. It's a tough one. Iowa moves down to 6-3. and three. They pretty much have to win out in order to have a share of the Big Ten West division with a chance to go to Indianapolis. Look to get off the snide against Illinois on the road coming up next week. Thank you for listening. This has been Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike, HawkeyesMike.com. And broadcast school has really paid off. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC.